You're live. And welcome to another edition of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. And in today's events, we have Rich Life current events. Um, today, we have a 5.1 magnitude earthquake that shakes up North Carolina. Uh, gas explosion levels, three Baltimore homes. Unfortunately, one's dead and there were some others uh, trapped. Uh, Monty, did you hear about that gas explosion? I believe it was in Pikesville. Uh, I sure did. Yep, it was uh, actually in, it's in Baltimore City over by Rice Tenro Plaza. So our prayers goes out to those individuals, that family that lost that loved one. But here's the news that's really rocking and, and happening right now. So I understand Joe Biden announces Kamala Harris as his VP running mate. Kamala. Kamala. Am I tearing up her name? Because I will mm -hmm. tear up her name. <laughs> so Kamala Harris um, is the, the VP running mate for Joe Biden. Now, you, you know, I've I seen on the Instagram today and cover, a couple of other social media, the AKAs are going crazy. They are going crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so again, I believe she is the first woman. Mm -hmm. um, and more importantly, I think she's the first black woman. What are you hearing? What are you hearing on the on the social media scene uh, regarding this, Monty? I, well, just in my own humble opinion, I'm very excited. I um, I look forward to it. I, I'm proud. I feel proud to be um, black today. <laughs> I mean, it, it's almost like a um, a comeback to to four years ago. Right. 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 And it's 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 it. It makes me feel as though we're going to get back to some normalcy. Get back mm. there. We're going to get back there as soon as possible, and we're fighting for it. Right. Just well, to get back to four years ago. Not even to talk about progression. Right. But just right. to get back to four years ago. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So because we are we'll not see. looking good. <laughs> we'll see. I have my fingers crossed, and. Um, I say all that to say, make sure you go out and vote in November, folks. Folks watching and tuning in, make sure you go out and vote, and that's going to be very important. So let's get the show started and in geared. So here at Living a Rich Life, uh, we tend to inform, inspire, and remember each other to, to live a rich life. And we do that through six principles, good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. So today we have an amazing lineup of entrepreneurs and creators. Our featured guest is the creator of an amazing new talent um, event coming to Baltimore this month, August 23rd, in which yours truly will be the host for that event. And our special guest is the owner of one of the hottest boutiques, the hottest online boutiques on the East Coast. And I don't say that lightly. So with that being said, let's talk about it. Today, our special guest is a talented, amazing owner of an online boutique of vintage and modern women's clothes and accessories. Please welcome entre entrepreneur extraordinaire, Miss Sarita Florentin. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hi, how are you? 
I, I am well. So first and foremost, did I get the last name correct? Perfect. Oh, ab absolutely. I, I love that because as you can tell, um, I will tear up a name. I've been tearing up names since I started, and I think that might just be my little my little niche when it comes to social media and, and, and media broadcasting. So thank you for joining. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, first and foremost, so tell us tell us where you're from. I was born in Haiti, and I grew up in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale, and um, that's pretty much my story. Grew up, grew up in Fort Lauderdale from Haiti, and Okay. Now I live in New York. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So Haiti to Florida to New York. You got it. Okay. And and one of the big questions I want to know, right? So first of all, New York, I am a native New Yorker, um, the city that never sleeps. So tell us, how did you know you wanted to own your own business first and foremost? Well, um, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. My father owns his own business. Um, he owned a chain of hotels in Haiti. My mother owned fabric store. My grandparents owned their own business. And so, um, and my siblings both also own their own business. So I started off in corporate America, um, working in a sales and marketing background and um, trying to live by your, your principles. You know, I'm trying to live, um, have that freedom. And um, I definitely knew that entrepreneurship was the way to go. And I wanted to do something I was passionate about. And so I decided to open up a, uh, an online boutique and um, it has been doing very well. And I'm pretty excited because I had the opportunity to leave my job and move to New York and um, kind of face new challenges and grow the business here. Okay. And, and so how long have you had your own boutique now? Let's, let's talk about time, time frames, right? How long have you been in business? That's really what we're getting at here. All right. I've been in business for three years. This is my second boutique. I had a business partner and um, we had a, also a vintage boutique in the past, which was amazing. And so now just trying to like change it up a little bit and do have my own style. I have the vintage and modern kind of collection. And so that's been going on for three years. And I just rebranded and relaunched a couple months ago. So it's a very exciting time for the business. Uh -huh, very nice. And it seems that, I mean, given the current environment, especially in New York, you know, having already been established online and folks are doing a lot more shopping online when, when they are shopping because they're not really going out, right? So this is kind of, you know, like a moment for, for those to kind of do their shopping. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so tell us, what's the name of, of, of your online boutique? My online boutique is called shopskyfall.com. And, um, it's vibrant. It has amazing items. It's definitely a little bit different from what you're currently seeing right now on Instagram. Doesn't have pretty much everything that you see right now on the Instagram shops are pretty similar. So this gives you an opportunity to kind of find pieces that everybody isn't rocking right now. So right, right. That's facts. That's facts. I actually checked it out myself a couple of times. Um, so, so how did you come up with the name Skyfall? Sounds like something from a James Bond movie. I know, right? Um, it actually, uh, the the way that this name kind of came about was um, during the separation of my first boutique, it was, um, I felt like my, my sky was falling and it was mm. hard to kind of separate from that first partnership and to kind of like find empowerment in starting something new and having something that would relate to me when I, you know, went through the journey of rebuilding. 
And so that's pretty much how that name came about. Okay. Okay. So it kind of was, <clears throat> hey, let Skyfall and 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 it just kind of fit, reinvent yourself and and okay. What was the name of your previous um, boutique? Vintage Castle. Vintage Castle. Okay. Yes. I, I like that. I like that. So you offer an array of modern and vintage clothing for women so so far, correct? Yes. Um, what makes your business unique in your industry? I mean, because women do like to shop. We'll get into why you don't do men's yet. But <laughs> you know. uh, I think what makes it unique is the fact that it's giving you a variety of a little bit of everything. It's uh, the vintage aspect. Uh, clothes that was made in the past just have a different type of quality and mm -hmm. a rareness about it. And I think that people are looking for that when they're really trying to express their personal style. So I think my boutique is a great place for you to go when you're trying to be bold and different. And that's what makes us a little more different than what we currently see out there. This, this, this is true. Like I said, I, I looked at your page and <clears throat> you, you always look pretty fashionable. Tell us, is, is this something uh, that comes out of your shop that you're wearing now? Actually, no. <laughs> um, this is oh, see? You, you know, you, you're supposed to wear something, right? You're supposed to wear something hey, straight out the boutique. Hey, see, that's the beauty of fashion. You have the opportunity to mix and match and shop all over the place. And that's why right now is such a great time for e-commerce. And people have the ability to shop at thousands of places and put pieces together to look fabulous. And um, sure. so today, no, this is not from my shop, but I do like it. I think it's cute. Um, <laughs> So I wanted to, I wanted to have a little something different on today that was a little more calm and mm -hmm. relaxed, other than some of my vibrant pieces that are from the shop. Okay, I, I I I understand that. I understand that. Those watching and listening, just tuning in, we are with uh, Sarita, and she is the owner of Skyfall Boutique. Uh, so it's called what? Uh, Sky. It's called shopskyfall.com. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, as you can see, I'm not as fashionable. I just have a t-shirt on. But normally, you know, it's different times. This is the home edition. I throw a t-shirt on versus my vintage polka dot shirt. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and my producer, Monty, he knows all about it up in B-Exposed Radio. They always look forward to that, to that, sh that shirt. So, okay, okay. Um, what's a favorite item or items to shop for? And what's the best seller from your site? Well, right now, what's going on, um, it's summertime. The bathing suits are really popping right now. And um, my one of my favorite items is a uh, bodysuit, which is like a hippie chic bodysuit. And it's uh, it could be a bathing suit or you can wear it as a top. It's adorable. It's um, has It gives you kind of like hippie vibes. It has uh, puppy sleeves. It's adorable. And it's doing really well. And that's one of those pieces that uh, is a modern piece, it's not a vintage piece. And it's just perfect for the season. So people really love it. And it's one of my hottest items right now. Yeah. Oh, and now I, I did point a few folks to your site to look for bathing suits. Um, because like you said, it is summertime. But I, I'm coming to find out not too many places where you can swim. But I see folks all over the Internet swimming somewhere. So I, I got to find where those folks are so I can get there. You got to get now, to the beach, man. That's, that sounds like a good idea. I, I might just have to do that. I, I might just have to do that. Um, so just tell, tell, tell us, do you plan to sell men's wear at any point in time? 
I know this I is not the first time. Hopefully, hopefully um, in the near future, we can continue to grow in that direction. Um, I do have some unisex pieces that should be coming out in the fall. So I am kind of excited about um, transitioning into um, you know, men's, but at this time we're still kind of in development to bring you guys some awesome pieces because you know, we wanna make sure that we're hitting the mark. Right, ab ab absolutely. So when, when you get to that point, I'll still refer folks to your, to your, your, your shop, but um, yeah, you need to work on some men's stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, I got you. Okay, okay. Um, who is the most in influential person in your industry, um, professionally or personally in life, and that inspires you to you know to kind of where you are now? Who, who inspires you? Uh, I would say that would be my mother. Um, like I said, my mother owned fabric stores um, in Haiti and always had clothing being made. And she's the one who kind of pointed me to like my first Vogue and letting mm. me know what the quality of clothes were all about and being able to express yourself. So when it comes down to like my passion for the industry and just being exposed to fashion in, in general, I would say I wouldn't even be thinking about it if it wasn't for my mother. Okay. Is your mother as fashionable as you? I would, I absolutely more fashionable than I am. <laughs> oh, that's always nice. So, so moms, is, is she probably one of your biggest, biggest fans? Absolutely, yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I actually had my mother on a show. I did uh, Uncomfortable Conversations, and um, I didn't tell anybody it was my mother until afterwards. So shout out to moms. We, we, we love you, moms. Yes. So, hey, so <laughs> she's probably watching. Yes. She's probably watching. So during this current social climate, what do you want the world to know about you and how you feel about uh, the world today? We, we want to, right? We talk about fashion, but let's, let's kind of talk about this social climate now because you're in fashion and they did open up the state, at least in Maryland a little bit. I know New York, I don't know what phase they are in. Um, so what, what's, you know, during this, this current time, what do, you, what do you think about what's happening in the world? Um, it's a crazy time, of course in the world and um, coming to New York for a new experience, kind of trying to live the dream um, for, you know, like you mentioned earlier, New York is a city that never sleeps, but it is sleeping. It's tired, um, <laughs> it's empty. Every, um, everyone is making their way out or staying at home to be safe. So the energy of New York and um, what I initially moved here for isn't, isn't that. It's just trying to um, adjust and properly pivot um, in my business so that I can continue to thrive in this um, environment. And also just kind, just kind of trying to see like, hey, is, how, is, how is New York going to overcome all of this? You know, Because right now um, in Times Square, the shops aren't reopening, businesses are closed, office businesses are empty, restaurants aren't opening, the, the tourism is dead in New York. So, it's absolutely a different time. Um, it's really about just trying to stay positive right. and knowing that things are going to, to get back to normal and just continue to like work on my passions and know that, you know, things are going to come back together and stay positive because right now, like I said, I was, I'm, I'm very surprised that my business is continuing to do fairly well in this climate. 
but it's just, it's very sad that we have to go through this and um, people aren't staying at home, not wearing their mask. And, you know, we're just waiting for people to be responsible so that we can go out, back outside. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's part of it. That's one of the things. Um, I, I'm glad to hear that business is still thriving for you. That, that's always a good um, business is still thriving for me. And, and that's just because I like to always shout out my producer, Monty, assistant producer, Nate, and the engineers, and my team, because it really hasn't impacted us too much. Um, I enjoy being in the studio, but yeah, you know, we, we can do this anywhere, which is a good thing, but I do get, I, I miss um, working with the team directly in, in the studio. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're still thriving. Be Exposed Radio is still thriving because we have you on the show. That's good. So, so how are you keeping your mind sharp, right? So I, again, you're thriving, that's, that's well. So during these crucial times, what are you doing? You know, you're planning, you're reading. What, what, what's, what's keeping Sarita's mind sharp these days during these times? Uh, exactly that, making sure that I kind of get out of my mind sometimes because there's so much going on that could clutter. So making sure that I, I have some really physical activities happening. I have a dog that, we go for two walks a day. I'm outside at least an hour to two hours a day. Ride my bike. Um, in addition to that, I'm always trying to continue to educate myself on my craft, especially during this time. It's time to make sure that my sales and marketing plans are on point. So taking different courses and also reading for leisure and for, for education. Right. Yeah. Re reading. I, I, I do say I get to read a little more. Not to say that I'm doing it, but <laughs> I, I do get to have that option. Um, you know, as, as you again, like you said, planning and moving forward. So, have you found a difference in how many people on how on how people do business with you today? Um, you know, versus you know, so online online business is a little different. But you, do you have folks that still kind of reach out and give you a call and say, "Hey, I saw this piece," or "Can you get me this piece?" What's kind of how folks are interacting with you on business today? Um, it's pretty similar, but I think at this time is just you have to be more compassionate and making sure that your customer service is super on point because you want to make sure that everyone is happy with what they're receiving because there's so much going on. Retail therapy is at a high. So mm. you want to make sure that anytime nice. anything is delivered, it's you know exactly what they want. You always have a thank you note or just letting people know that you appreciate their business during this time because they could be shopping anywhere. And when they choose to shop with you, you're, I'm super grateful. And so just trying to make sure that I share that type of, you know, that feeling with them so that they continue to connect with me and um, continue to shop and share about their experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I've been getting my, um, you know, shopping retail therapy in and I'm still waiting for some items. And I'm like, you know, I'm not trying to big up Amazon, but Amazon, you get your stuff, you get your stuff. So you, you're telling us, you know, shop, shop skyfall.com delivering on, on time. And it's not taking Absolutely. Absolutely. five days. Okay. With, with a smile, you'll be happy when you get your package. Okay. Okay. That, that, that's good. Cause I got to tell you, it's, whew, it's been, it's been, it's been a, 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 a trying experience when it comes to getting items. Uh, especially yeah, coming, some stuff coming from China. I'm, I'm waiting on this little projector. Well, you uh, know, 
right now it's crazy even with the post office so you got to give stuff an extra like seven to ten days sometimes when it's not amazon um especially coming from china so be patient coming <laughs> <laughs> okay okay I, I remember you said it. I'm gonna hold you accountable for that. <laughs> so, what what have you noticed um, about the fashion industry that has shifted that you, that you're not you know too happy about? Events, mm. events are gone. You know, like some of the amazing pieces that I would say, hey, to stylist friends, like you guys want to come and shop with me, or I will loan you all pieces so that you could put on your amazing clients, those opportunities are gone. And that's something that I don't know when that's going to come back and moving to New York and expecting to kind of like be more into that arena. It's kind of, it's a little bit of a dream crusher. So you're just hoping that things go back to normal so that I could expand the business in different arenas and to connect with other people to just, you know, have an opportunity to showcase some of the amazing pieces that I have. And um, right now it's like the, the fact that there aren't any events, special events happening is just so sad. Yeah, cause they normally, you know, there's DC Fashion Week. You know, someone said there's a Baltimore, but I've never seen one. That's the, that's a very interesting thing living here in Maryland. Um, and, and of course, New York Fashion Week, right? Have you participated in any of those before? Have you ever participated in mostly three years, right? So that's every yeah. year they do it. Have you participated before in like New York Fashion Week? No, I have not participated in New York Fashion Week, but I have been able to share different um, opinion pieces with other people in regards to things that are going on. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, have the having the opportunity would be a dream. And that's why I moved here. Right. And right. as you can see, we don't even know what's going to happen. If it's going to be a virtual fashion week and fashion week is still happening. Right. It's, it's a crazy time for the industry. And um, that's kind of probably mm -hmm. the saddest thing with everything that's going on for me. Yeah. I, I wonder how, how do you do, I guess, like, like anything, everything seems to be virtual. Yeah. Um, that's why, again, be exposed radio. We, we, this is what we do. We, we can do it up. Right. We, we're not going to deliver it any special way. We're going we're gonna to deliver it the right way and the only way it should be done. But how do you because, again, like D.C., like so New York Fashion Week for you and your business to participate in that. So you, I, I'll assume you would have to be at some site. There has to be some level of interaction still. It's just not as big. What, what? At this current moment, I have no idea how they're going to be um, changing the way that they do uh, Fashion hmm. Week. I'm sure they're going to be virtual experiences mm -hmm. that people can sign up for. And I'm sure at this time, we're going to have the opportunity to see, you know, more people are going to have the opportunity to see what's going on because, you know, those tickets are limited to these events. So being mm -hmm. virtual would actually help with the exposure, but I have no idea what the, um, the state of fashion week is going to right. be this year. So yeah. many things are canceled. And, and I, I only ask that not to put you on the spot or anything, but, you know, because as some stores open here and have opened here in, in Maryland, um, some stores have their dressing rooms open and some stores do not. So, yeah, that's like, okay. So apparently the, you know, the COVID could transfer some way or form of fashion, you know, just 
or maybe they don't have the staff to clean the room. I don't know, but that's kind of where that, that, that question came from. So. Oh, I, you know what? I wouldn't know. I have not been in the stores like that. Um, I'm just trying to stay away from being outdoors too often. Um, I just took the subway for the first time since COVID a couple weeks ago. So it's been really just trying to stay safe and avoid being out in the public too often. Right, right. Okay. So um, is there any style or accessory that you refuse to buy or sell and why? No, I would say absolutely not because there are so many different types of people out there and mm -hmm. I want to be able to provide a variety of pieces that people can connect with so that they could express themselves. And I wouldn't limit myself to say I wouldn't sell something because I never know. I might, you know, because fashion changes all the time. New pieces come available all the time. And even from the past, there are certain things that you're just like, I might not rock, you know, a white leather crop jacket with, you know, some crazy fringe, but next month I might. So you never know. So it's just definitely keeping that, op that door open to be able to provide a, a variety of cool things for people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I had um, the, 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 I definitely want to connect you with an individual, and they, he sells men and women stuff, um, different regard. Um, I guess that was on my show as well. And you know, because you fashion folks, you know, y'all speak a different language. Um, you know, because I'm trying to work on my my fashion. I'm trying to work on my fashion. So, so maybe one day you you can help me out. Um, okay, so so walk us through a day in the life of Sarita. Um, just to so kind of, you know, what did, so first let's do pre-COVID and then we can get into uh, COVID. You can't go post-COVID because we still, no, no matter what you say. So tell us, walk us through a day in the life pre-COVID with Sarita Florentin. Florentin, right. yeah. You got yes. it, you got it. Um, Pre-COVID um, was a lot more fun because <laughs> in addition to having um, an online shop, there were opportunities for pop-up. And, you know, bringing the fashion out into the real world. And so depending on the day, if we were having a fashion shoot, just so that people could see some of the new pieces that are coming out, um, or it would be a day that it's, you know, it's all about shipping and marketing. So you're making your social media calendar for the week and you are preparing to ship out amazing products and, that is the majority of your day. And then now in COVID, it's every day it's you're at home, you're at home. and yeah. you are embracing uh, social media, connecting with your, your customers, um, trying to attract more customers with different type of dialogue through the, the website or social media platforms and um, just continuously engaging because Social media is pretty much the only way that you can, you know, grab somebody's attention and get them to go to your shop. So right now it's really just kind of being at home and coming up with creative ways to continue to connect. Right. Yeah. Uh, this, this thing is, a, this thing has been, it continues to be a beast. And I, again, for New York and uh, shout outs to my, my DJ, uh, G Storm, who, he has a pool. That's my brother. He has a pool, but I'm not coming to New York. 
right? That was hit hard. New York was hit hard. Yes. Yes, it was. But right now we have it's been it's been pretty good. Um, I believe we are in stage four of reopening and we have lower cases than the, the rest of the country right now because we are serious about, you know, things going back to normal. We have a, a great governor and trying to make sure that that is impl- everything is implemented so that we can have some sort of normalcy soon. OK. Yeah, folks use that. What's the new normal? I, I try not to use that term, um, you know, because to be quite honest, there's, there's nothing normal about this country and, and I won't get too political. Um, I would not want to live anywhere else, but at the end of the day, you know, there's, there's nothing normal you think is normal in terms of human beings and things of that nature. So um, we'll stay on task. We're talking fashion. Right? I'm with you. I'm yeah, here with we'll you. All right. So what was the hardest challenge um, you had to face in opening your, your own boutique? And, and what caused this to be difficult for you? Um, I would say it would have to be overcoming fears um, mm-hmm. and having like the confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to open up something new. I'm starting from scratch and, you know, having to build a clientele. And so all of these things are kind of what I feel holds a lot of entrepreneurs and creative people back is fear. And um, this was, has to be like the hardest thing to overcome. And I had to really, you know, thank God for a good support system and believing in myself to be able to like, just take that first step. Because once you take the first step, um, you'll see like the universe starts working in your favor. Uh, You'll get support system from places that you never thought you would. And there are so many resources out here that people are unaware of that once you start going towards what you want to do, everything will start to appear and you will be successful. As long as you stay focused and consistent and believe in yourself. And and, and keep moving as I, as I posted today, you gotta, you gotta keep moving success. You gotta keep moving. Success is a relative term and depending on who you, you talk to, um, but I, I, I definitely, the fear factor, so to speak, is kind of really important, right? Because you got to say, hey, go ahead and do it. The rest will come. That's what someone said to me when I, when I started, you know? I, I remember my, my very first time coming into Be Exposed Radio. So um, we, we've come a long way, I think, relationship-wise. Again, strong relationships. But again, having overcoming that fear. So again, I always shout out my team because I'm doing wonderful things. but I'm not doing these wonderful things on my own. So again, um, I appreciate Be Exposed Radio and, and my team living a rich life. It's the only way to do it, right? And, and then you help others behind, help others as well. I'll, I'll assume you you do that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay, because that's how you got on here too. You know, you got a good. Absolutely, <laughs> it's all it's all about building those great relationships and continuing to, you know, teach others. People will continue to inspire you. And that's just how I, that's, that's the best way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So is there an instance where you had to showcase your creativity um, in fashion, like on the fly, right? So just like, I don't know, maybe you and your girlfriends went out, she came out, just didn't look right. Maybe had to break out some scissors. You know, I I see the stuff in the movies, (laughs) Um, but really, I, I think, tell us, tell us about it. Give us some details. We had to just get creative on the fly, whether it was with yourself, 
whether it was with the girlfriend, you know, tell us. I know you um, got a story. There, there are so many good stories. Uh, and that's that's why I love fashion and being able to like style people and get them right. Because um, sometimes your girlfriends can't dress, man. And you gotta go out <laughs> with them. And I mean, I, I, I went to Florida A&M and it is a fashion show. Uh, HBCUs, you gotta be on point. So, you know, when you have girlfriends coming up from your hometown that are just like, you know, we're just gonna throw something together and go out, you have to be like, okay, that's really cute. But for this event, let me um, share some of my wardrobe with you and kind of, you know, change them up a little bit and give them the kind of confidence to, to wear different types of things. And hopefully they are you know, able to think outside of the box so that you can be like, okay, let's try something different to see if, um, to see if they're with it. Because you also don't want to force anybody into like your personal style. Mm -hmm. um, my goal is always to um, encourage others to find their personal style. And sometimes people aren't really like in tune with themselves and they're like, hey, I just threw this on. Let's just go out. And, and, you, and, and Sarita's like, yes, I know you. It looks like you just threw it on. No, no, I, I made it up. I made that up. But that's what you're thinking. That's what you're thinking, right? So, you know, I'm just here to help and just kind of give some guidance. And so that's that has happened before when I was in college. And it's happened as an adult where I'm like, oh, are we wearing that? That's cute. But have you thought about and just kind of give some suggestions and hopefully they're they're really gonna rock with it because um Sometimes you're just like, man, we can't rock that to where we're going. It's not going to work out. They're, they're not going to let us in. They're just not going to let us in. With that. Right, right. So what is your favorite um, season? Tell us what your favorite season is, right? Because I think of fashion, you know, it's, it's seasonal. Would yeah. you agree? Yes. Okay. See, I, I know a little something. I, I did a little <laughs> research. I did a little research. Um, what is your favorite season, your favorite season of fashion? I would say that would be the fall. Okay. Tell us I why. absolutely love layering and having different pieces, um, putting them together. I'm here for boot weather. I love boots mm. and everything that comes with it, the stockings, the sweaters, the super cool accessories to kind of enhance the look during that time with the hat. I mean, right now, like I could wear a hat, but it's too hot. <laughs> Whereas during the fall, like you could throw a dope hat on with some right. super cool boots. And there's just so many opportunities to kind of express yourself and just really show your fashion sense. So the fall for me is is perfect. It's my favorite. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I saw a kid the other day with a, a hat, a, like a, a winter hat, and I was confused. But maybe that's what the kids is doing these days. I, I don't know. Confused the hell out of me. I, I got to say that. He was hot. He was hot. I know he was. I was hot looking at him. <laughs> I, was, I was hot looking at him. Yeah. Tell us, favorite food and drink during uh, this quarantine? Oh, man, it's not good. I really love pizza, and that's not really mm -hmm. good for, like, my physical kind of situation I'm trying to maintain. <laughs> and I recently New York pizza is good. It's delicious. So yeah, New York um, pizza is good. I have been, you know trying different places out here and just really indulging. And um, favorite drink. I guess this is going to be very simple. I don't drink a lot of soft drinks. I'm vegetarian. 
I really am focused on eating healthy all the time, but I really like crave a Coke here and there. And I don't, I know it sounds really simple, but it's so satisfying. And I mean, those are the simple pleasures of COVID-19. Yeah, facts. Now, yeah, you got to be careful with the pizza because New York pizza is really good. Delicious. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying to get myself to watch what I eat, not eat so late and yes. all this other good stuff. Because again, one of the things living a rich life, it's, it's all about good health. That's first, first and foremost. So, you know, it, it can be challenging, but New York pizza, you, you watch out. You, you, <laughs> you watch out. Okay. So do you have a dream client um, that you would like to style one day? To anybody I- like, hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. That would be Beyonce. (laughs) Oh, I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised. (laughs) I mean, Queen B, Beyonce, yes, I would love, love, love the opportunity to um, to style her. Or, you know, even Blue. I would love to style Blue. And and just be part of that, that that family of, of styling for them because they're so amazing and everything that Beyonce touches is golden and she is just such a, a light for creatives. And when okay. you see her kind of perform and the risk that she takes, you're like, oh my God, she's so amazing. And anything you throw at her, it looks like she's like willing to to try it out because I mean, Black is king. Right. She is she took it to another level. Now, now, is that a video? Because I haven't even seen that. I've heard it's a movie. It's um, a movie. Yes, um, it's on Disney Plus. It's, okay. a, it's a film by Beyonce, and um, she said a film. By <laughs> and it's a play on like the Lion King and uh, the the current state of our culture. And so there's a lot of um, African um, residents throughout, mm-hmm. just to kind of share where we have been and where we're going and um, just to like pretty much educate us and um, show the culture and it's amazing. And the, everything about it is amazing down to the visual effects, the dancing, um, what she has on. I mean, it's, it just, it gets better and better the more you watch it. Right. All right. So you want to style Beyonce or even Absolutely. the Lord of Blue? Oh, yes. Has, has anyone in your family ever come to you and said, hey, Sarita, I need some help. Can you help me pick out an outfit? I'm going to an event. Absolutely. I think that's really how like this whole thing started for me. Um, like I said, my mother always made sure we were always well-dressed. Um, coming from Haiti, my mother was always, like I said, making us clothes and we shopped from the United States. Mm-hmm. And when I came to the United States, that was probably my first client was in elementary school. It was my very first best friend. I would say middle school. I think we like nine or 10. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, I guess her parents let her have, you know, creative like freedom with her wardrobe. And I knew how my mother was and she was fairly strict. So I was like, hey can these shorts be a little bit longer? Or um, have you ever thought about knee-high socks and kind of talk to her about changing up her wardrobe a little bit? And throughout my years, down to like middle school, high school, college, post-college into adulthood, people have always asked me to, to style them or give my opinion on, on what they're wearing to certain events. And that's really, I think I started to build a reputation about 
you know, I am a, a go-to person when it comes to just style and fashion inspiration. So the, absolutely, all the time, I'm, people are always asking me about my opinions on what to wear and what not to. Nice, nice. Maybe maybe one day I'll have to ask you, uh, hey, what do you think? What do you think of my t-shirt? Absolutely, I'm here to style you here, okay? <laughs> I, 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 Mel will <laughs> tell you, I will I will hold you to that. I, she will tell you, I will <laughs> not a problem, I'm good for it. Okay. Okay. So one of the things I always ask my guests before they leave is what does living a rich life mean to them? Um, but before we get into that, I, I want to know, tell us your pet peeve, what, you know, when it comes to fashion, you know, what's your pet peeve when it comes to fashion, right? Tell us. Um, I think right now my pet peeve is, I guess, diversity in fashion. Um, we're still trying to like find a balance. Um, when it comes to, to that, and uh, I think during this this time, people are being exposed different like magazines and different stylists, different opportunities that lack in the the black community okay. and just for minorities in general. And so, I think that would be the biggest thing, and really trying to make sure that people have an opportunity to like showcase their talents and fairly. And that would probably be the, the biggest thing that disappoints me about the industry. But there's so many industries that are similar that have this, that face a similar situation. Um, but I think it's getting better. And um, I'm excited to see where uh, it goes from here with all of the things that are currently going on. Um, so having a little more diversity is, is that, absolutely. Am I hearing that correct? Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, First and foremost, let's be sure that folks know how they can get a hold of you. So can you can you share your social media, your contact information, all that good stuff with us? Absolutely. Um, if you guys have any questions about fashion or my boutique, you can hit me up at Haitian Bay Sarita on Instagram. And that's Haitian underscore Bay underscore Sarita on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can go to shopskyfall.com or shopskyfall on Instagram. And you can share any type of questions and take a look at the shop. And I'll be here to help support you guys in any way. And hopefully you guys love the stuff and become clients. All right, that's what we like to hear. So, um, so tell us, Sarita, um, what, what does living a rich life mean to you? Uh, living a rich life is waking up every day and giving my very all and living really like the best version of myself and having the financial freedom and like you mentioned, being able to, being able to, to just be happy, be happy, live a, live a passionate life and, and know that, um, that every day is a, a new day for you to be great. Okay. I like to hear that. Everyone always has a different answer, um, which is which is good. And again, depending on who you ask, you um, you know you seem pretty level-headed. So again, um, your, your response fits with the woman that I I'm, I'm talking to now and the individual that my team did research on. So um, again, I want to thank you for joining. Um, I, I see great things coming in the world of fashion, and I will add you to my my list of of stylists that. Uh, and see what you can put together for me at any any given time. So um, I definitely want to thank you for joining. Thanks for um, sharing your story. And uh, I want you to continue to be inspired to, to live a rich life. Can, can you do thank that you. for me? 
Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, there you have it, Miss. I'm gonna get it right too, Miss Sarita Florentin. Got it. Right. Oh goodness, such a difficult name. I say that a couple of times. Um, she is the owner of ShopSkyFall.com. Um, she is an entrepreneur extraordinaire. Um, follow her on Instagram. You can follow her on Facebook. Um, Haitian Sarita Bay. Right? Is that right? Haitian Bay. Bay, Bay Sarita. Your name's too long. Your name's too long. <laughs> um, so you can follow her there and on her website again is shopskyfall.com. Um, be sure to go in there, check it out, and um, by all means, buy something. And you have an email list, right? You can send, send them different discounts and all that good stuff. You right? got it. All that. Sweet, sweet. So there you have it. Again, thanks for joining. And um, again, continue to be inspired to live a rich life. And I will be in touch. Talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining. All right, folks, we're going to keep it moving. We are going to keep it moving with our featured guest. Um, our featured guest, she is a, an amazing individual. Uh, she is an innovator and producer. Um, one of my favorite people, to be quite honest, and her name is Lisa Chung. We're gonna give her a few minutes to join. And look, I still have you here, Sarita. You still there? I'm still here. You're still there, right? Because we got a couple of folks that got uh, some had some questions for you. Okay. So, um, someone asked, "Do you have any hidden talents?" Hidden talents? Um, I kind of paint. I think that's one of those things that you're like, I'm an artist, so I'm really sensitive about my stuff. Um, I am self-taught and I started painting maybe like 10 years ago after college. And I would say that's something that is a hidden talent because I've sold a couple of pieces, um, but I don't really? share that too often. And it always ends up... Um, I sold those pieces by accident. Somebody would come to my house and was like, I love that. I'm like, you, you love my art? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, can I buy it? I'm like, yes, you can have it. Take it. <laughs> wow. I, I, would, I would like to see, I would love to see some of that. It's very, very rare that, it, like, that I even speak about it because it's something that I feel like I'm still perfecting. And uh, like I said, I'm very sensitive about it because it's just something that I do for, you know, just self-care, therapy, and it's just something that I just enjoy doing. Okay, okay. All right, well, oh, let me see. Uh-oh, join now. I'll tell you, boy, to still. This, uh, all right, uh, Superpower. A friend of mine, uh, Ms. Shardell Moore, Motivational Moore, tell us, um, what's your superpower? Um, if I could have a superpower, <laughs> um, I don't know what my superpower would be. I think, um, I think like a ray of sunshine would be my superpower. Like whenever everybody's like, has like a bad attitude, I would like shine, shine positivity on them or something because I, I'm all about a good vibe. So I love to be in company of people who also give off that energy because it's, I just don't feel like people should live miserably. So that would be like my superpower. Okay, okay. 
Cool, cool. All right, well, we're going to keep it going here, and um, we're going to allow our future guests to come in now. And, and, and All right. You guys have a great rest of your night. All right. Thank you very much. Talk thank to you, you soon. Bye-bye. All right. Today's featured guest here on Living a Rich Life, um, she is a powerful innovator and wonderful producer. She is the brainchild behind the creation of a new amazing talent platform. Please welcome creator of Sing It Baltimore, Miss Lisa Chung. Lisa, are you there? Lisa. Lisa, you there? I see you there. Might be having a little technical difficulty. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so new to Zoom. <laughs> no, no, no problem. How how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me today. Oh well, well thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining. So first and foremost, we we like to get a sense of where our guests are from. So so tell us where you're from, Lisa. Um, well, I'm from Baltimore. What do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're a native Baltimorean? No, I was born in Korea. I moved here when I was four years old. So like a long time ago, right? <laughs> uh, a little yeah. bit. All right. And what, and tell us, what was your, 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 your very, when you, when you came here, so you came, you came to school and, and things of that nature. Um, tell us again, in terms of professional wise, what did, did you know what you wanted to do right off the bat? Uh, to be honest, no. I thought I was going to be honestly a little rich kid, like a typical rich Asian girl. But <laughs> I love it. Kind of noticed when I was like about 13, I was like, this isn't going to work. So I've been on my own since I was 17 years old. So oh. just doing whatever, working in restaurants, working in offices. Um, I did go back to Korea and teach English for a couple of years when I came back um, and then decided to go to school, get a job and have a kid. Made a lot of decisions all at once. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So one of the things I, I said, this new event that's happening, um, when did you know that Sing It Baltimore needed to be showcased? And what was the first thing you did to bring it to life? Right. So tell us about the Sing It Baltimore. When did you know well, this, this thing? I was sleeping and I woke up and I had this like vision that I had a bunch of people on stage, there was lights and like I was hosting this thing and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. So I went to my assistant that was working for me at that time. I said, I had this weird dream, but I was like, it sounds crazy, but I'm like, what if I was to make it happen? So I told her all the details and everything else. And then she was like, wow, that's a really fun idea. Like, even if it doesn't work out, it'd be really fun. So me and her started putting this idea together. Um, and then I realized how expensive it is to actually run events. So um, with that idea, I kept on putting it together. We worked on it for like almost six months, like drawing up business plans, trying to figure out what kind of venue would be necessary. Um, I even met with a few people and to like told them the basic idea that I had. And it just, it just got to a point where I was like, you know what, maybe this is over my head. So I kind of gave up. And then um, I met a friend that worked in movies and stuff. And I was telling him, he's like, this is a really fun idea. He's like, would you ever like submit it to like MTV or ABC? And I was like, for real, like I can get that far. Um, so even my, I realized through pandemic, like everything's on hold, right? Mm -hmm. So now new location, I'm like sitting here outside and I'm like, why am I waiting for people? What if I did a smaller version of Sing It Baltimore and made it exclusively for Baltimore? So what made me bring all this together was more the fact that Baltimore has so much talent 
and we need something fun to do. And I know karaoke is a big thing in everywhere you go, all countries, but they don't make it fun. It's typical. You go up, you put your number in and you sing your song, you get your score and they say, thank you. And then you walk up the stage. So I'm like, what if I was to create this, bring my ideas together and create something in Baltimore and make this a fun event. So it's really to have fun, have entertainment, um, enjoy people around us and, you know, talk about our performance and who cares if it's crap. Let's just have fun with it, you know? Right, right, right. That that Okay. Because there is a lot of talent in Baltimore. I, I will definitely say that. The whole sing it Baltimore, uh, just just some of the vibe and energy I'm receiving. Um, you know, because again, when when is the first show scheduled to launch? Well, I've been working on it with a few good people. Um, so it's going to start on August 23rd at 7 p.m. at Portside North. Um, it's going to be an outside venue. Um, we have a host. You might know him. His name is Rich James. Yeah. <laughs> performance also by um, Paris and he's uh, I want to say a pretty big guy in Baltimore well at least to me is he's a good friend of mine and we have also um, the judges we right now we have Dai and we also have Tony Jacron um, that's gonna be also judging with me and of course I'm gonna be the main person judging. yeah <laughs> we, we, we definitely look forward to that so let me let's ask what so what types of talents are, are you are you looking for really tell us what kind of ex- what are you looking for? And what are you looking for? But more importantly, what are you expecting? Oh my gosh. I don't know expect to be honest. I mean, it is a talent show. You are getting awarded. There is a grand prize and it's a progressive one. So every show counts and how many people are supporting this really counts. Um, so if we find a superstar out of this whole situation, great. But if we find some people that are just, you know what, they think they're their own superstar, like that's good enough for me. So my expectations are for us to all just have fun. That's honestly the truth. Am I looking for a superstar? No, I'm not. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a um, superstar finder, but if I can find some people to just bring to stage and have fun with us, that's all I want to do. Okay. All right. So you mentioned. Can we do that? Can we just have fun? Harmless, fun? Yeah. I, I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good idea. On top of that, you know, you probably might find that the latest, the next greatest artist, because again, there are a lot of folks out there that can actually sing, um, that they're not known. So this is an opportunity for them to, you know, to Don't shine. ignore the get on because we do have people that are in the industry. You might get founded. Who knows? You might be founded just through us. And if all fails, if you get to the finale, then you could win tons of money. Yeah. And it's the progression, you know. Who knows? Maybe it could be 5,000, 10,000, 14 shows. So let's make it happen. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So it's a combination of having fun. Uh, again, it is an outside event. Um, just continuing to connect folks. And there's definitely opportunities because we do have a pretty good uh, uh, roster in terms of judges as well as folks that will be there um, in, in the background of things. So that's, that's definitely some key. Now, you talked about your judges, right? So we have... Yeah. Dawi Sul, um, and I saw that he is the author of Cool, right? Yeah. We have Lisa Chung, our the creator of Sing It Baltimore. And I love it. I, I love I love the, the, the marketing, the advertising that you that you have. I, I, I love it. And then the other judge, um, Tony, and how you pronounce his last name? I call him Drakon. He's probably going, he's gonna be like, you you said my name wrong. I'm not very good with names, but it's Tony for sure, yes. 
Well, well <laughs> you would not be the first. I almost, uh, our special guest earlier, I was tearing her name up, but I got it right. I, I got it right. So I, I think, again, are you looking for your judges to be, um, you know, are your judges going to change? What's the thoughts on that? We have some special guest judges. They throughout the shows, but I can see definitely changes and different, you know, special guests coming to judge. And the, the judges that we're looking for are also people that are also have following, but they're really figures in Baltimore. Um, you know, they do things for the city. They do things for the people. They're promoters. They're, they're, they're just like us. You know, they want to go out and have, you know, scene. So um, hopefully that's going to be a little bit of, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. We, I, I think, again, I mean, at the end of the day, we want to make sure we're all supporting each other's because I again I've had some amazing folks um, on Be Exposed Radio and um, at, at the end of the day I'll, I'll call in favors if I need to. <laughs> that's know. why I come to you. I'm, that's why I come to you. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, there, there, there you go. So, any any chance we'll see Lisa Chung um doing some singing? I knew this question was going to pop up, and I knew, <laughs> but with my talent. You know, I'm a little Beyonce in the bathroom, in the shower by myself, in the car, but I don't think I'm at the level where, you know, I would be um, brave enough to be on stage. Um, maybe one day, though. Maybe, let me practice a little bit more. I'm a little, you just made me a little nervous. <laughs> well, I maybe. mean, I, I would I would definitely try, but I'm not saying, I'm, I'm almost certain I wouldn't get to the to the end. So um, that's, that's, that's my little thing. So, so ask, answer this question. What album or artist would best describe the soundtrack of your life right now? Um, I'm really into Tati, um, Tiana Lee, um, Taylor and Alexa. Okay. Her name is Alexis Sophia. Um, there are two girls that are really singing about their feelings. And I feel like lately I'm in my feelings too. You know, <laughs> you work problems, you got growth, you know, you're trying to make it. So I feel like those two women are very strong. Um, and they're just thinking about themselves. And I feel like that's also, it speaks for me sometimes. I feel like they dig really deep into my soul lately. Okay. <laughs> so I, I want to, I want to bring up something which I, I normally, um, in the station, I, I call it a rich life moment in time. Um, I, I think it was maybe cause we first met each other at a place that involved food. I, I love to eat. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember when we first uh, met? And it was through another event and you were sitting across from me and you were like, oh, I'm Rich James. I'm like, um, I'm Lisa Chung. Hi. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Yes. I I remember that. But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, how things progress. Um, you know, we've chatted and, you know, I've seen you out here and there, but actually, um, having the opportunity to, to work with you, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to do that. And I see that this event, Sing It Baltimore, will be, um, it will be a, an amazing event. I, I can tell you that right now. I, I, I feel it. I feel your energy and some of the stuff that's happening. So I, I wanted to take this opportunity to thank you for reaching out to me to, to, to host the event. And um, I, I promise to bring my A game in all aspects. Oh, I know you will. That's, I know I contact the right people. So I feel very strong about this. And hopefully our, I think our, definitely our first event is going to be very successful. And I think, I think this is going to be a new trend and hopefully people will catch on to what they need to do every Sunday, come to Portside North to see us, of course, enjoy drinks, food, and entertainment. 
Oh, and I forgot to mention our DJ. DJ DNA is going to be DJ. So he's going to be at every event. He'll be doing the opening set as well. So it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Boring karaoke, but no, 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 no. We're not doing that. (laughs) DJ Wild Child DNA. Yes. And he is so ironic. He was he was on my show as well. Um, So that was and that was a good look. That was a good look. So let's 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 talk about Portside North, the venue. Um, Why is this the perfect spot for for singing Baltimore? Well, we have a huge pavilion and it's covered. So rain is not going to stop the show. Uh, We have a stage out there and a full bar. So I feel like it's perfect for this pandemic, especially with everything going on. People being a little bit panicked about being inside. We have a wide space. So it's like we can definitely do our distancing and still have plenty of room and everything that we need to have fun. So I feel like this is it. We have free parking. There's no interruptions with neighbors. We're we're good. Like we're going to be good. Like it's just the perfect spot right now, especially, you know, with everything going on in the city. I feel like this is a place to be. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I saw a big venue, um, lots of space. Um, so that I'm, I'm looking forward. There's no reason not to be um, there, right? And it's from 7 to 11? Yes. Right. So, so the time, again, for those that, again, most folks are working remotely. Um, so, you know, it's nothing to worry about on Mondays. That's just my thought. That's just my thought. Um, I agree. And it's- until 11 p.m. So, you know, you come out a little bit early, you know, be on time because the show does start. Of course, you know, seating in everyone else. I recommend everybody get there a little bit earlier so you can get comfortable because first come, first serve. So you don't want to be hanging back, 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 far away from the stage where you can't really see or hear anything. So come on time, people, please. Exactly, exactly. So what's your perspective on the current mainstream talent today as we're talking talent? To be honest, like I listen to a lot of trap music. <laughs> That's the type of music. There's nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. A little shocking. I don't know if it's because I'm Asian. It's hard for me to understand the words. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I don't, Lisa thing, you know, sometimes I like look at the lyrics. And I'm like, I cannot rap this thing out, you know, and then it's, it's kind of difficult, but I definitely like the music, the uh, the whole vibe of the whole energy that's going on. So I'm all about the music right now. I just can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> well, you get no argument from me there. You get no argument from me there. Um, so, so tell me, what's your favorite task to perform in your industry and why does it bring you happiness? Um, for me, it's to create something and like present it and like people really appreciate it. Like even if it's a food or a drink or, you know, even entertainment, like that's what we're in. We're here to give some sort of happiness for a moment to people. And I think that's the biggest achievement, you know, it kind of makes it go by a little bit faster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I think because you, you definitely have that, that innovative and that creative piece um in just in my 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 times of engaging with you so that's that's wonderful um what inspires you to to better yourself and and how do you go about doing that every day i mean to be honest that's tough you know working in this industry you kind of like you're very lost there's a lot of um people out of work and a lot of restaurants closing and working in this type of industry there's just very limited resource to a lot of stuff so you know Every day the opportunity comes to my door, regardless if it's a Portside North or some other project that I'm working on, I try to make most of it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, the best thing for me is don't let that knock you down. If that doesn't work, go chase something else. And that's what I'm doing right now. 
<laughs> just Absolutely. That's it. I mean, you hit it. That's right. Keep, keep, keep chasing, keep chasing, doing what you got to do. Um, tell us, you know, everyone, I, I believe that everyone has a superpower. What's your superpower, Lisa? That is so funny. I don't think I have a superpower. <laughs> oh, no, no. Everyone has a superpower. Hmm, I don't have a superpower, you know, um, through all this, I kind of learned that, you know, there is no such thing as superpower for me. It's just my confidence. You know, I think maybe that is my superpower, you know, superpower. Sometimes I get knocked down and like just the way I get up, that is my superpower. Like nobody knows the things I go through, you know, she's always the same way. She's always kind of bubbly. She's got attitude problems. She's always going about her business, but you know, it's my superpower. And that's something that I didn't even realize until today, until you asked me. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's what it is. You know, I talk to a lot of people and they're like in their depression because of this and that. I'm like, well, what are you doing to get up from that? Right. They're like, well, what can, like, what can you do? Only you can really answer your own questions when it comes to what are your superpowers? You know, yeah. you just get up and keep your confidence going. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. That's what you have to do. You have to keep, keep moving, keep moving, keep, keep moving. Um, so <laughs> tell us during this time, what, what's, what, what have you been um, doing in terms of, you know, what's what's your favorite food and, and drink? I asked that my previous uh, earlier guest. Well, I've discovered this year that I am not allergic to cognac. So Henny and ginger beer is my thing, right? With a little bit of lime. So that's my go-to. So when Lisa says she need a drink, she need a little Henny. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Henny, I, I, food. I always keep, I always like to eat like um, Korean food. There's something about it just kind of makes me feel at home. But don't take away from my chicken wings. I love them too. Okay. <laughs> a Korean dish that you can uh, recommend for me to try? Um, well, there's a lot of places you can go. I definitely recommend you doing Korean barbecue. That's an experiment. Experiment. Experience that you don't want to miss, like barbecue, like carby or purgogi. Um, The soup that I like is called carby tang, which is like a steak broth soup. Um, things like that. Things that my mom cooked for me when I was very little. Okay. All right. Um, question for you just came in. What would you like the world to know about you most and what legacy do you intend to leave behind? Um, that I am Lisa Chung at I am Lisa Chung. <laughs> the girl that just never kept on going. Say that again. I just want to be known as a girl that kept on going. People always said, oh, you're always here and there. You know why? Because sometimes things don't work out. I just kept on going. So the girl that just kept on going. <laughs> okay. No legacy from person. <laughs> just, no, just stay, just keep moving. That's, I, I like that. You got you to keep moving. Whatever that looks like, you got to keep moving. Um, yeah. Any advice for anyone interested um, that, you know, in adding talent and value to sing at Baltimore? So what advice would you give to those folks that are, registering now that are thinking about registering um you know what advice would you would you give them in terms of uh, the value to sing so don't take anything as a burden or anything else if you know if you got talent to showcase great but if you think you even, even even if you're thinking about it, you should just sign up because we're here to have fun with you we're not here to like you know um take you down but we just want to have some fun so bring it on you know what i mean if somebody makes something a mean comment Let's all laugh together about it. You know what I mean? So it's for fun. Enjoy yourself, really. Let's go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, can you give us a, I also like for folks to share their information. So 
Can you share your social media information with folks so they know where to go, um, to find you, things of that? Where, where can they find you at social media? At Sing It Baltimore. And also I am at, I am Lisa Chung. Those are very simple. <laughs> so come find us. If you have questions about the event, please like DM me, or you can also go through the bio on Sing It um, Baltimore. And there's a link through the bio, through Eventbrite with the email. So you can email me as well through there. And that's lisa.portside at gmail.com. So email me with your concerns, questions, or anything about the event. I'm down to answer. And I will do my best to get back to you in a timely manner. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I want you to walk us through a day in the life of, of Lisa Chung pre-COVID. Stay with me. And then during this COVID time. So pre-COVID, what was the day in the life of Lisa Chung? What did that look like? For me, I'm always busy. I always look for something to do. I don't like to sit around. It makes me depressed. So as soon as I get up, I usually get myself going. But usually my typical day on a normal good day is I wake up around like seven o'clock. I plan out my day, get myself ready, and I go look for things to do. And if I'm working, I go work. I try to get things done, you know, before it's um, last minute. Um, I always look for, you know, I try to meet people and network with people and make connections to who knows, maybe my next opportunity. Um, and that's what I do. And even through COVID, that's the same thing I did. It was a little bit more difficult, mind you, but it, you know, that's still, you know, I made phone calls and just keep myself out there because that's what I do. That's how I make my living. And this is where I go. Right. And this is how right. I meet people like any other great people that I've, you know, come across. So this is what I do every day. So even now, I wake up super early for no reason <laughs> um, and I get up and get ready and question and i was thinking like what would everybody else say christmas their birthday but you know what i was thinking i was like it's thanksgiving there's one day everything is closed except for casinos and hospitals so majority of people are home. it's a day to really get with your family your friends people that you really love and actually appreciate something and it's dedicated to like go thank somebody you know what i mean so i think sometimes we forget to do uh, appreciate things that we already have or the people are so like i feel like that day um, you know, just getting around the table, enjoying food, and just thanking the things that we have and the people around us. I think that's the best day. Yeah, just yeah. Thanksgiving. I, Thanksgiving. Say it again. <laughs> Did that throw you off? You thought I was going to say Christmas or my yeah. birthday? Like, no. I mean, that, that makes sense. That's one of the major holidays. Thanksgiving. I I think you know I I give thanks more these days. I'm grateful for the. A lot of things I'm grateful for where God has has placed me um, to this day yeah. and, and getting me through some 
some bad habits that were jeopardizing some of my strong relationships. Um, my, well, my relationships, because they weren't strong at, at that point in time. So, no, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, and that's what Thanksgiving is, is about. So, um, thank you. Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. So during this time, right, you mentioned, so we, we talked about not being able to get out as much. You're about to bring Sing It Baltimore to the area, which again is gonna be major. Um, let's talk about concerts, right? What is your favorite concert memory? I don't really have many. I think I went to a Alicia Keys concert once and saw Neo do the opening, but it was like a ticket my sister got me. We were sitting in the back, so honestly, <laughs> I didn't really get it. And then after that, <sighs> I don't think I really had a time to enjoy concerts like that, to be honest. But hopefully, yeah. I can bring it to sing at Baltimore one time. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> Tell us what does Lisa Chung like to do then? What does Lisa? What? So other uh, sounds like you're uh, almost like a workaholic, maybe. Um, I am a workaholic, you know, I have a lot of responsibility. I take care of a lot of people and there's a lot of things I want to do. And for me, it's like, I feel like the best thing I could do is make myself useful and go make money sometimes. And it takes care of people. And that's the only thing I know how to do. I definitely love to have a party, but you know, sometimes like priorities first, you know, I have my son, I have my mom and I have my other families that I want to take care of and give things back to people, to everybody. So um, for me, I think working is priority to everything that feeds my family, that feeds my son, that feeds, you know, my goals, my wants, my nice things that I want in my life. So at the end of the day, it's about me and that's what I got to do. So, yeah, I work a lot. I'm just working a lot. Oh, so you had to bring I, that up today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, well, you, you know, you know, because again, you know, whatever it looks like, we always ask at the end. What does living a rich life uh, mean to 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 our guests? We always ask that. I'm, I'm not. Does that, huh? So what does that mean? How rich are you, Rich? <laughs> not me. I, I don't have no money. My mama got money. So um, <laughs> no, no. But that's again. It's it's so with living a rich life. It's not about that. And I know you're poking, but it's about good health. And in this in this order, as far as I'm concerned, good health, strong relationships. Yeah financial freedom, goals and yep. achievement, extraordinary experiences, um, and then philanthropy, right? Um, so I've experienced all those in my years of being on this earth. In some areas, I'm stronger than others, and I'm working on those areas. So to me, that kind of encompasses living a rich life. And just so happens, my name is Rich James. <laughs> and to be. Right? <laughs> So, you know, whatever that looks like, and, and you know, I, not to give you the answers or, or say what you feel, but, you know, sounds like you know, taking care of your family and providing for your family. And um, one of the things that I've come to realize, again, is um, one of my guests, author Gigi Renee, she wrote a book mm -hmm. on self-care. So all that is part of it, right? But you also want to provide some self-care for Lisa Chung. So just, just a little note. Say again. I will do. <laughs> yeah, you have no choice. You, you, you. We, we're gonna be on the same team. The vacations are are required. You got to take some time for a little self care. Um, and I'm sure you, you know, because we met at a function that you know involved some food and folks getting together and uh, all of that nature. But ideal. Do you have an ideal vacation that you're you're thinking about? 
You know, I said, if, you know, once I get myself to be where I want to be comfortably and can afford the vacation that I want, I want to take my family and my friends to Korea. Mm-hmm. I haven't been there no more. So it's probably changed a lot and go see my mom probably and go take tours of the different cities like Busan, Seoul, like, you know, Jeju Island. And like, even when I was young, I never got to really go to those places. So I would like to know where I really came from. So I wouldn't mind taking that experience with um, people that I love. So that's my that's my, oh, that's where I want to go. Okay, all right. Well, that's that's where you you, you definitely make it happen. Just like you plan for business, you got to plan for a little little personal getaway, whatever that looks like. So you definitely definitely want to want to do that as well. So, um, so let's talk about again. Let's let's talk Port Side North. I want to talk about that for a few ticks. Um, right. And I want to talk about the Sing It Baltimore. So. We got an outside event. It's um, pretty, pretty, pretty large, right? Give us a little more on what the expectations or kind of what the, the layout's going to be. Can you, can you do that for us? Well, first, um, for the first opening, it's going to be the DJ. Um, and then the show will start. We'll have our uh, contestants that are signed up go first. So if you already signed up on um, Eventbrite as a contestant, then you guys will go up first. Um, if we have space available for people that want to sign up during the show, um, if there is space and time available, they can sign up. There will be an intermission between um, halfway through the show. That's when either a, um, you know, an already recognized talent or someone that wants to brand themselves or has, a, for example, even a clothing line and would like to do a little fashion show. Something to showcase your brand, your music, your already recognized like um, product, but need a little bit more, you know, um, exposure, I want to say. And that's a great time. There's about 30 minutes intermission. And then we go back on the show and we finish it up. And at the end, we come up with the winners of the, sh- the day for that event. And the winner takes home the prize. And of course, they get to sign up for the sign- semifinals. But there is a way to get to the finale and skip all that good stuff. But we won't tell you all that until you come to the show. Absolutely. We got to leave a look. So um, when the show ends, um, depending on what time it is, we will either have um, the DJ come back and then do the nightcap for us, or, um, you know, if the show ends up being a little bit extended, then we'll still end it around 11 o'clock. But still, even after the show, the bar is still open, so they're welcome to stay a little bit longer and enjoy drinks at the bar as well. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I want to talk about um, the most hilarious moment you've had in business so far, right? We all have hilarious stories, and we all have horror stories, but, but rather than talk about horror stories, Let's talk about one of the, some a hilarious moment. Um, so like to me, I would say if someone comes on stage and they tripped, I mean, that might, be, <laughs> you know, you check and make sure they're okay. But tell us of a hilarious story that, that you can think about that happened in, in business for you. I don't really have any hilarious, theory. I think I took my job too serious. Yeah. That's the problem. I mean, I'm all- with people so I'm like every day is hilarious to me but like I can't really think of a day where you know I can say that it was so like so like big that I can remember that it was the funniest thing that happened to me at where I can't but I do remember one time I did trip and fall in front of everybody that was funny because they told me I felt like panda you know when the, um, the <laughs> I felt like this and they were like you look like the I don't know it's just funny to them it wasn't funny to me but honestly I don't have a funny moment <laughs> oh lord okay so for someone that's, look, look, 
so for someone that's constantly busy, we're gonna we're gonna lighten it up for you here. Um, and maybe, and it's probably hard for you here though. But what are three must-have items that you have to have at you at all times um, besides your cell phone? Wow. Yeah. Um, probably my chapstick or lip gloss. <laughs> okay. One. My car keys. Two. Really hard question. Uh, what else do I need? You can thank Carla Ross, my executive director. <laughs> well, that's a tough question. Like, I do everything on my phone. I think without my phone, I can't do anything. Okay. Well, we got past that. So you gave me two things already. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. 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 All right. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, so you're a workaholic. Outside yeah. of that, what do you wish people knew about you? Um, that they might not know already? Well, I'm a very down-to-earth person beyond work. So when I don't have to worry about other people and worry about working, um, I like to have fun too. I like to go out and party, um, go have drinks, enjoy food. Um, I love great conversation with great people. Like if I can sit there and meet somebody and have a great conversation for hours, I'm down for that. Um, even though at work, I'm very kind of short with my conversations a little bit because I got to go, I got to go, I got to do a hundred other things. But like when I'm clocked out, yeah, I really enjoy a good conversation with someone, even some, some people, you know what I mean? So, yes. Right, right, right. Okay. So you mentioned you like to eat. You got any favorite places uh, to eat in Baltimore? Um, not lately, to be honest. It's restaurants kind of tough, isn't it? I don't know. Mm, what's a good restaurant? I haven't been downtown for a long time. I know I used to go to like um, Harbor East a lot. Um, yeah, some that's a tough question. Yeah, some restaurants are actually open now. They're, um, they did, like in the city, some of those, like I said, Harbor East, um, yeah. in the city, Fells Point. So some restaurants are opening, uh, have opened. And then we did go through that period. They closed again. And then they reopen, but you still have the outside seating. So, you know, it's it's give or take. Um, I, I, I'm definitely ready for a change of scenery. I, I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an outside eater too much. I know right. I'm doing a party outside myself, but um, if I have a choice, I prefer to eat inside. <laughs> I like to sit in the AC a little bit. You know, right, <laughs> it's hot right, up. Right. <laughs> Okay, question for you. What book, movie, or song gets you motivated to be your best no matter what? Right? Some folks, I don't know, I don't know. Do you work out? Because folks usually I worked out one day yesterday and I'm so sore, Taylor. I'm sitting here like this. <laughs> yeah. You work out one day more than me. <laughs> I'm a faithful member to a gym though, okay? <laughs> I pay my dues, I just don't <laughs> oh, see, now you're wasting money. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so what motivates you? Is it any a book, a movie, uh, songs that get you motivated um, kind of to, to, to be your best? I think in my car. Sometimes I'm in my mood, so I listen to my Tiana Taylor and my Alexis Sophia. Like, those two girls are probably on my playlist on replay all the time. Um, other than that, I'm always in my thoughts a lot. So what motivates me is probably... My mom, you know, at the age that she is, she still works and she's very healthy and like she's very supportive. 
So when I think about her, I feel like, you know, I really got to make it because um, I got to take care of that woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my mom. She is really the motivation to everything that I do. Some days I want to give up, but when I talk to her and she's at the age that she is and she's still able to get up, get ready to go to work, or even she doesn't have to, she still goes. So I look at her and I'm like, oh, okay, I can't be the one that's sitting at home. So, yeah. And then I also, he's like, mom, can I get this? I'm like, oh. You know, you don't want to do everything for your kid, right? So those two definitely motivate me. Absolutely, absolutely. So it is about that time, Lisa, where I do ask you that question of what does living a rich life mean to you? You know what? It's all in the heart. It's definitely in the heart. It's what you carry and what you value and, you know, what you give back and what you receive sometimes. Um, You know, what I've learned the hard way is, you know, it's not all about money, unfortunately. But it's about values and having really a lot of morals and respecting people, treating the people that you, the way you want to be treated. It's tough sometimes because people don't deserve it, you know, but I'm good because, you know, no matter what, there's, um, you know, good karma too. And I really believe in that. So I've been lucky so far to live this far in my life and, you know, have my fails, but still get up every time. So that's a blessing to me. Um, and with that, you know, I think, you know, that makes me rich because the fact that I still have confidence, you know, motivation to get up and I still have goals and morals. And, you know, at the end of the day, I really want to believe that I'm a good person. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed the conversation. There's never enough time, um, but I'm sure I will be talking with you again soon. Um, so, again, thanks for joining. Thank you, everyone, for watching and tuning in. Uh, Thank you again to Sarita, our special guest. Thank you, Lisa, for being our featured guest today. So those watching and those listening, I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. And I'll see you next week. Until then, be inspired, everyone. Bye. hungry now oh dang we